Hello, 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 guys. What the fuck is up? Welcome back to the OBS podcast with Luis and Daniela. Daniela, how are you? Luis, you already know how I am. You guys can't see me, but I'm sitting on a stack of pillows because she broke her butt boat. No, just kidding. Someone got clapped over the weekend. No, clapped by the fucking stairs, bitch. I fell down the stairs, you guys. Yikes. So um, she's she's a little injured. Please send well thoughts. Send me money on Venmo for my medical bills. Thank you. Okay, my medical the, bills. For the has- $12 that she used to pay for her little donut that she's sitting on right now. <laughs> How are you, Liz? How are you? I'm great. I was telling you off air that, you know, this week I was like, let me, as they say in Spanish, ponte las, ponte las pilas. And I did my yes. homework during the week. So I actually enjoyed my weekend and I, you know, stuffed my face, watched some TV and yeah, had a good weekend. <laughs> Put those batteries on. Isn't that? Put those batteries funny. on. <laughs> Put those people, batteries on. People and their expressions, but I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, let's just dive right in. I know I have lots of stories that I want to talk about. I'm sure you do too. So let's just yes. dive right into it. Okay. The first one, everyone grab. You're going to pull a Candace Dillard and grab your tissues because this is sad right now. I low-key was emotional, but let's just dive right in. So we have Get Lucky, One More Time, Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger. If you do not know those songs, you're fucking living in the middle of nowhere. You should know these songs because they're by the amazing group Daft Punk. And today, Monday, the 22nd of February, they announced their separation. They're no longer a thing. No. And before I go on, do you know, like, did you listen to Daft Punk? Like, did you, are you a The fucking songs. songs? I just, bitch, I listen to the radio. That's how I fucking know them, okay? <laughs> but I'm surprised a lot of people that I follow on Twitter, they're like hardcore fans, like actual fans. Cause they they were like um, talking about, fuck, like, wow, like what I would give to go to one more concert of theirs. I'm like, concerts, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, not to relate it back to me cause I only like to talk about myself, but um, I'm sure this is what, how I felt in 2015 when oh, we broke up. One direction. Exactly how everyone's how everyone's feeling. The world goes back to Bravo and the world goes back to One Direction all the time. Okay, I can relate it anyway. Anyhow. I'm sure I'm sure you can. <laughs> but um yeah, let's just um, let me go into further depth like about the band or about the group. So they lasted 28 years. 28 years from 1993 to 2021, which we said this last year. We said, are we going to make it to 2021? Oh we're here. We're not thriving, but we're here. Are we going to make it to 2022? We'll see. But um, they won six Grammys, one of them being Album of the Year in 2014 with Random Access Memory, which is short for RAM, which, you know, has to do with computers and memory and all that bullshit. But um, yeah, they confirmed their separation today. They posted a video on YouTube called Epilogue. And oh I'm not going to spoil it, but you guys should watch it. It's like emotional. It's sad. There's no talking. And like I said, the fans are emotional. They're they're devastated. Yeah. Oh. I can yeah. only imagine like when I'm like, do I listen to groups? No, I don't, I don't listen to groups. But um, I can only imagine. You listen what, to like single artists. Exactly. Like I can only imagine what yeah. they're feeling right now. Like everyone's on there. I was gonna say everyone's on their iPods, bitch. No one has iPods. <laughs> no. People are on their phones listening. They're probably gonna like start trending on like spotify and twitter like their songs they're gonna Most go back likely. on the charts and <sighs> so sad 28 years what a legacy i mean yeah i can only imagine when dua lipa says i'm retiring for music let's not put that out there let's not manifest oh, no. that knock on wood uh <laughs> but yeah it's so sad you guys should 
tune into their music, you know, give them a good farewell. That that sucks. <laughs> but um, we're going to go from something sad to something a little more triggering. I'm sure you guys know who this little YouTuber is. She goes by the name of Nikki DiMartino. If you didn't know, she's one half of the DiMartino twins. Her sister is the, I call her the Ariana Grande of YouTube because yeah. I don't know if this girl has gotten some surgery or she just was blessed to look like Ariana Grande. She does her makeup like that. I used to watch them. I mean, I'll admit I was a hard, like not a hardcore DiMartino stan, but I was a DiMartino fan. Okay. So I'll say stan fan. And she would do her makeup. I can admit she would do her makeup to look like Ariana. I mean, she was in her music video. Uh, they're twins. The uh, thank video. you, next. Yes, because they're twins. But one would do Nikki, right? Nikki, the one that yeah, we're going to talk about. She's the scammer. She would do her makeup. Ariana. She's a scammer. She would do her makeup to look like Demi Lovato. And, and Gabby would do her makeup to look like Ariana. And everybody would call them out and they'd delete the comments. Like they'd, they'd delete those comments so that people didn't know people were saying that. And I'm like, Oop. which is like but really we like see it. we see it like we see right there. Exactly. Oh, Ugh, gosh. Messy. But um, and I've actually seen that they've been in a couple of scandals. Like, I don't know if you ever yes. saw the OnlyFans mess. Anyways, but uh, moving on, that's not what we're here to talk about. We're going to talk about her being a scammer. So this girl, Nikki, apparently has been trying to profit, trying to make some extra coins. I guess her YouTube videos aren't doing mm-hmm. that great because apparently she's getting clothes. Let's take this, for example. She takes four dollar tops post pictures of them and sells them on depop which i'm sure you guys know depop is where people sell their clothes it's like mm-hmm. thrifting from my understanding because you're like getting clothes that people thrifting but online yeah, yeah there you go um they said goodwill who but um yeah this girl's <laughs> taking her four dollar tops selling them and she's selling them for 35 40 dollars and people are not okay with this fans are upset yeah. they're like this is some fake bullshit this is ridiculous like you're a fucking scammer people on the other hand like her fans were like this is like normal this is a normal thing and like the industry with clothes like that's what resellers and retail stores do like they take brands and clothing and they sell it to make a profit like this isn't like you guys are overreacting and my thoughts were like well like i don't know like because from what i've seen people who are on depop like celebrities and stars like that um Mm -hmm. their logic and their reasoning has always been that they have too much shit and they're just like giving it away at this point i don't know yeah. do you would you consider this girl a scammer or what are your thoughts on the situation yeah people call it i mean people call out uh white i'm just gonna say it, white girls who go thrifting and then try to like um upcycle it and make it into new like they call it white skinny girls who go get you know like the 2xl the 3xl upcycle it into a different outfit when it's like Exactly. So people call yeah. out those people, and then they also call them out for when they're thrifting at um, thrift shops in lower income areas, and then sell it again. So I'm like, people are calling out regular people. They're not just calling out your homegirl Nikki, okay? They're calling out regular people. I think even more, she has a responsibility. Like, what the fuck you need forty dollars for? Are you rich? <laughs> they always seem to me. My assumption was always that they were rich Cubans from the East Coast. So they were rich before YouTube, because. In every YouTuber, they would, uh, in every YouTuber, in every YouTube video, they would always have to be like, disclaimer, we're not bragging, but, and then they'd show off everything. So to me, it's like, girl, you were rich before YouTube. You're rich off of YouTube. So you can't say you're doing, uh, you're doing bad to be scamming all these people. Yeah, I was going to say like, like, on the other side, on the other side of that, sorry to cut you off. On the other, on the other hand, um, I know people are like their logic is or their mindset is, well, the grind never stops. Like, even though you got millions, you can still make more millions. And to that, like on that aspect, I get it. But it's like, really, you're going to be selling these 
shitty t-shirts for more to make a profit i don't know i guess wish you the best of luck hopefully people don't call you out even more for your non-disney or bullshit um i guess if you don't like it just don't buy her shit but um on a more happy positive note before i go into the story i just i might have to call myself an olivia rodrigo stand because i know yes. a couple episodes ago we we were talking about her song because i mean it's the pot it's it's the shit everyone's talking about her fucking yes. song um if you haven't heard i suggest you go listen to it and you're probably gonna listen to it like 20 times in one sitting because it's that great um i'm talking <laughs> about driver's license when i heard that song i was like this is some tiktok musically bullshit song like what is this and then i heard it again and then i watched the video and then i watched it again and then i might have cried and then i watched it again it's like cute. it's catchy this song exactly. is a catchy cute song i'm calling it now um I think you said it before. She's probably going to be the next, like she could possibly be the next Taylor Swift. Like if she continues exactly, pops, this girl can really become successful. Like I see, yeah. yes, girl, get your heart broken, girl, get your heart broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but um, all that to say, the the point of the story is that if you didn't watch SNL, they did a sketch on it, and she posted on an Instagram story, and she was basically like, "I'm freaking out, like I can't believe this is happening." Which, do you happen to know right off the top of your head? Do you know how old she is? She's 18. So she was just freaking out. And people were saying like this, like I, like what I was saying earlier, like this bitch, like she's that bitch. Um, I mm-hmm. went on her YouTube channel or like the video to see how many views it has. It has 129 million views. It's just, she's just slowly getting bigger and bigger. And I'm like happy for her low key because like the whole situation so of the bullshit relationship or lack thereof or whatever, like she's turning mm-hmm. a negative and making it into positive. I don't know. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on her again? Remind us. Exactly. Who are who are Josh and Sabrina in this world? It's all about Olivia Rodrigo. And honestly, she's so precious. Like, I know we're too, we're probably too old. People are probably like, you guys are too old to be listening to that shit. No, bitch. <laughs> I can still continue to support her. Okay. I think she's precious. And I like, uh, I hate it because it's like, people tend to put artists up on these pedestals and then do anything to knock them down. So I'm just like, and their excuses that like, I know we've said it before, but it's like, if you're over 18, anything goes, but it's like, I hate when people do that. And they're just like, well, she's over 18. So she should learn how to live with it. And it's like, you guys put her up on that pedestal. Let her <laughs> live in that glory. She's, she's not doing anything to harm anybody from what I know. And anybody could correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe you have receipts of her being a malicious person, but from what I know, she's been in this entertainment industry she was on a disney channel show when she was younger she was on that jake paul show and she's done nothing but go up so it's like she's i haven't heard anything of her being like a diva a bad person a bad friend i've heard positive 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 so i was happy to see her snl sketch her snl song um being a sketch especially with my lover from bridgerton you guys already know how i feel about bridgerton yikes but um (laughs) Yeah, we wish you the best of luck. Um, keep making bops, and hopefully you're not in a in a scandal. Don't be problematic. That's what we're trying to say. Because if you are, we'll call you out. Trust Honestly, me. queen, exactly. But we're not hoping you're gonna that. go from the top to the bottom, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, wishing her the best of luck. You go, girl. The last story that I want to talk about is oh, some of you might relate to this. Just kidding. That's horrible. Allegedly, I don't know. Oh, um, gosh. So we're gonna talk about El Chapo's wife ex i don't know who this bitch is but if you don't know okay because i didn't know call me ignorant but i didn't know the whole situation Mm -hmm. with el chapo so let me just break it down el chapo was the leader of mexico's sinaloa cartel aka drugs aka scammer aka all of that um well apparently 
this lady is following in his footsteps because today, Monday, the 22nd, she was arrested at Duels. I don't know how you pronounce the international airport. And she is facing a charge yeah. of participating in a conspiracy to distribute cocaine, methamphetamine, <laughs> heroin, and marijuana for importation to the U.S. So that's nothing like, like oh she wasn't trying to like, I don't know. I'm not even trying to make an example because. Smuggle some weed. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> she was like, let me get some hardcore, <laughs> hardcore shit. Like, I don't know. I brought it up because I was like, maybe the people listening like do drugs. I don't know. Okay. Call me horrible, but like people tweet about doing cocaine and you know what? I drink. That's nowhere near doing cocaine and smoking weed, but like to yeah. their own. But I was thinking like on Twitter, cause I was seeing tweets and people being like, yeah, I did three lines. Now I'm drinking whatever. And it's like, wait, y'all really do cocaine. I mean, I'm not judging Teach their own, get fucked up, live your life. But I don't know. It's like, wait, people actually do coke. Like that's a thing. I know. I try not to pass judgment because I feel like I'm, I'm getting a little serious right now. When people do drugs, I feel like when they like try to get help, people tend to incriminate them or something. But a lot of people who like joke around and say, how much you going to do cocaine for fun? They don't realize I'm going to sound like a fucking like a police officer doing like a speech at school. But it's like that's a gateway drug. OK, it's more than a gateway drug, but literally you it one hit of cocaine, one hit like that shit, you'll you're addicted no matter what you think, no matter like that shit's scary to me. So when people, yeah, maybe we'll joke around. But when people actually say, no, yeah, I've done it. I'm like, it takes me back you know what it takes me back to it takes me back to orange view junior high when we're in the locker rooms and these these guys i'm a seventh grader and they're eighth graders and they're in the corner smoking weed and i'm like mom can you come pick me up i'm scared (laughs) like i'm a fucking child when it comes to that but i don't know when it comes to drugs and all that i like i always say to each their own but it's like i want the best for you but i mean people are gonna do what they want and live their lives um but yeah hopefully um this lady like i don't know she's like about to go those, to jail like what's gonna happen those those cartel wives those cartel girlfriends are hardcore i saw a documentary and yeah you guys can joke around and be like yeah i'm gonna get married to a nadico blah, blah blah you know like to get that money you guys she's going to jail like <laughs> for being a ride or die i shouldn't laugh Rice. because it, me like bringing up my butt again but it's like i shouldn't laugh because my butt hurts but you guys are thinking i'm you guys please let's stop joking about being narcos wise because that's not funny at all this bitch is going to jail like for what for a man who like for what seriously yeah no i'm like i feel like we should stop me. talking about this are we gonna like get hunted down from some like- watch Watch us make an announcement and say no new episode because this has <laughs> happened to us before where we'll talk about something shady or like incriminating about somebody or something and then our our episode will go like kaput. Like we won't be able yeah, to Yeah, like it. I'll be messaging her the night before or the morning of being like, hey, Daniela, my editor broke down. The video is corrupt. I can't edit it. Like, like surprise. And nothing's wrong with it. It's just corrupt. So <laughs> that software is listening to it. So we'll just cut it there. So, um, yeah, let's move on to, do you have positive stories? What do you have on your hands? Let us know. Yes. Okay. So I don't know if you guys grew up watching the show like I did. Um, Nah, I'm not going to be fake, bitch. This show aired in 1992. I was not watching that shit in 1992. I was not even a thought in 1992. Okay. 
but I'm talking about the real world, MTV, MTV's the real world, you know, where things get real. That was like the tagline, I think, like where strangers are put in the house and shit gets real. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> um, the first ever cast from the 1992 premiere season is reuniting and on Paramount Plus for the real world New York homecoming reunion. Okay, so March 4th, the new streaming, um, the new stream, the new streaming platform, or I guess it's rebranded because you said it's CBS All Access, yeah. right? Yeah. Now it's going to be Paramount Plus. It's going to debut the real world homecoming New York. And it's basically going to be a multi-episode series starring all seven of the original MTV housemates. I asked you off air, like, if you ever watched it, like, but I don't remember your answer. Did you? You, so you I had never actually like watched the show, but I, I had heard about it. So I knew like the premise of it, which I was telling you that if they had this, if, if it was currently like if they were casting, I think we would do great on that show because we love confrontation. We love mm-hmm. meeting new people. Yeah. But um, yeah, tell us about tell us about this reunion that they're having. Yes. So they're all going to be put into a house again. It's not going to be like your typical reunion where they just ask questions. No, they're actually going to be living in a loft all over again, getting their lives filmed and everything. So I'm hoping, I mean, we talked about this off air again, but we're hoping that real world issues are going to be brought up because the world from 1992, when they first met each other, these seven strangers um, to now 2021, like yeah, so much has changed in 30 years. So much years. has changed. So like, and obviously from when it first started to as the years went on on this show and you saw more drama unfold and everything. I don't think the first season, as I'm like looking through this article from um, Entertainment Weekly, the first season wasn't as, let's say, scripted. Like the real world, yeah, whatever you could say it's scripted, but whenever I watched it, it never seemed scripted. It always seemed like not your typical reality show. Like no one's there to like put on a show. Like these people are just fucking living their daily lives or making friends with all these fucking strangers that they're put in a house with. So, I mean, I doubt these fucking 40 year olds are going to be fighting on TV. But Imagine. I, hope that I mean, they, like, you never know. Imagine physical fight. I mean, look at the housewives. They're 40 plus. <laughs> um, oh no. Jade. But I'm hoping that they get into like everything that's going on in the world and of course with the pandemic what better way to be in quarantine with someone than your original roommates from 30 years ago like that Yikes. seems like so fun i can see you on the real world i'm just real quick i can see you on the Let's, real world if I mean, it gets picked up real by world, paramount plus real people i'm a real bitch so get me on that show i think Let's, not to say that I'm like so enlightened. I'm a genius. I, I'm, you know, the perfect person, but I feel like I have some knowledge on certain topics that should be talked about. I mean, we're always talking about it. Let's be real. We're always talking about yes. representation. We're talking about racism. We're talking about things that should be like talked about. And let's be honest, exactly. a show like Real World, it mainly consists of white people. So I'm hoping, and I might actually tune in because since we're talking about it, I might tune in and watch it to see if they do talk about what's going on in the world, like racism and, you know, the pandemic, exactly. like you said, like, Oh, fuck. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. Exactly. I mean, I'll just tell you right now, um, these, the original roommates, um, like looking at this poster, and it looks like maybe there's seven of them, but only two of them are people of color or Black people. So maybe we'll even get into that, like how different the show got in diversity, like as the years went on, 
you saw more people of color, you saw more LGBTQ representation and stuff. So maybe they'll even, maybe we'll get a little fourth wall break and they'll, they'll talk about like, here's talk about any other seasons. Yes. Last time we saw them was when it was the 20 year reunion or season, not 20 year reunion, season 20 real world Hollywood came out. So it's been a while since, since season 20. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to get into it. So let us know if you guys watch it. Next, I have, we're moving from one docuseries to another documentary. Um, I was telling Lise that Demi Lovato has a new documentary coming out on YouTube called Dancing with the Devil. And I was telling Luis, I was surprised to find out in this documentary tra- trailer, she's going to talk about her relapse, her drug overdose, her engagement, her engagement breakup. Oh, no. She's going to talk She's going to talk about everything. It's going to be a four-part documentary. It airs on March 23rd. And she goes into like in-depth about everything. Did you ever watch her first YouTube documentary? I did not. But I, I, I'm glad you brought this up or specifically brought her up. Because as soon as you <laughs> said her name, just like a lot of celebrities and stars, whatever, um, people in the world of entertainment, there's like there's they're really polarizing as far as like whether people like him or hate him and i remember to this day people yeah. still make jokes specifically on twitter because people on twitter can be really great or really fucking morbid like they basically yeah. make jokes about her being a crackhead cokehead fiend or like this bitch has mm-hmm. problems like you knew about this so i'm like hopefully with Gee. this people have more of an intel and insight about her life and the struggle she went through because i feel like that's it's important because like when you look at a star you look at someone famous you kind of just everything is really like face value and it's kind of you don't really know them, but like exactly. in like this, it'll be more in depth in her life. And hopefully people will be more sensitive to the things she's gone to. Because like I said, people exactly. hear the name and the horrible jokes that they make. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this thing is a good thing. Nothing bad comes out of it. I don't know. Yes. Demi Lovato is definitely filed under female artists that the media tends to like target and be rude to. Love to talk so, shit about her. Exactly. Um, In her documentary, she talks about how she suffered after her last overdose where we, it was public, like we said, people were making jokes and everything. Um, She suffered three strokes and a heart attack. And so now she, she doesn't have permanent brain damage because obviously we know the difference between permanent brain damage, what that does to a person versus to what she has, but she suffered from brain damage from this. So she's like, She's like super, um, I don't know, committed to her sobriety this time. But I, she's also going to open up about how there's like a moment in the trailer. Um, you have to watch the trailer because it's like super like, oh shit, like what the fuck? They ask her, are you sober right now during this <gasps> interview? Oh no. And she says, she says, no. She's like, she's like, no, currently I'm not sober. And it's like, oh shit. Like, so if any artist putting their life out there like a lot of people like to say like you said um you you don't know them you don't know what they're going through we know what she's going through because she's putting out like you guys can't say we don't know Demi, we don't know what she goes through we don't because she's being vulnerable right now so it's like let's hope if god forbid anything were to happen ever again people actually have fucking like some piece of humanity in them and understand that people go through things and she's just like everybody else and she's but unfortunately, her sobriety is going to be like put on the front page. And maybe, of- like, maybe try to look at the positive or, like, I guess, good in this is maybe this is a cry for help. This is her being like, hey, for all you people being exactly like, for all you people who have questions, this is my life, this is what I'm going through. 
maybe she's asking for help. So instead of being hateful with your little jokes, maybe you fucking reach out and try to help her. Exactly. So if you guys want to watch it, it'll air on YouTube starting March 23rd. It's four parts. So I'm sure it's going to be going on for four weeks. But another comeback that I was telling Louise, oh my gosh. Wow. All my stories about comebacks, like about revivals, about revamps. Look at me. Um, I was telling Louise, Louise, you never watched it, but the Real Housewives of Miami are coming back. Okay. Real Housewives of Miami reboot is in development at Peacock. Do you have Peacock? Do you have? Yeah, I, it's like a it's like a free service so i, I, I don't subscribe to like the the ones you i don't pay to watch the shows there's okay, some free shows on there but you should check it out because yeah. there's some like hidden gems on there so definitely go check out peacock yes i'm so i'm subscribed because i thought i was going to be able to watch my housewives on there but um it only gave me three credits to watch <laughs> like locked shows and i was like ew fuck you peacock fuck you peacock premium or whatever i thought you were gonna make a dirty joke to be honest i don't know i thought i yeah, I gonna... I'm grown. I'm 24 now. You're I don't grown. Jokes. Um, just kidding. Wait till Atlanta. Wait till we talk about Atlanta and then I'll make the jokes. <gasps> oh gosh, yeah. Tune into our reality recap episode this week, you guys, because that shit's gonna be popping. Okay. <laughs> so The Real Hostess Miami is coming back and it's being developed with Peacock and a lot of people have opinions about this. If you're not in like the reality TV show, like fandom or whatever... You may not know, but Real, Real Houses of Miami first season had somebody you guys probably all know about because she was Kim Kardashian's ex-best friend, Larsa Pippen. And she didn't go past the first season because she was a total fucking mean girl first season and not like reality TV mean girl. She was like, like, bitch, you're obviously doing this for the cameras. Like, you're like, you're a mess. Go. You so need she to didn't go calm past, down. Exactly. She didn't go past the first season, but... People are saying that she's in talks to join this time around, as well as old um, housewives, Adriana DeMora and Lisa Hodgstein. Again, you guys won't know these people, but they're Miami socialites. They're fucking everywhere, okay? Adriana DeMora is the reason us Latinos have, did you ever watch that show? Ricas Famosas Latinas. I didn't, but I I know what it is. Yeah, she, so after she started on Real Houses of Miami, she went and she went in collaboration. She created Ricas Famosa Latinas. So there you go. Shout out to her. Shout out to her. So I'm hoping Real Houses of Miami, just like the first time around, gives us some great um, Latin stars. Okay, because William Levy was on Real Houses of Miami. He did a little cameo. Uh, We got, we got Scotty Pippen on Real Houses of Miami, but you guys, if, you were to, if you were to compare it, because I've never seen this show. So if you were to compare it, if to, I was to compare it, uh, let's see the drama of Atlanta to entertainment level of Potomac, or is it like a Beverly Hills or like a New Jersey? Where would you put it amongst the racks of those hit shows? Okay, first season was definitely like more Beverly Hills vibes, like super money, super glamour, like all that. But then second season, third season, that's where we got into like, a lot of people like to say that it was very much like all for the cameras because it did sometimes seem like you have to watch it because it does seem very (laughs) dramatized. But second season, second season gives us like, second season gives us like a fucking bitch slap and a pool, a hair pull. So I'm going to say Potomac right there. You guys heard it here first. She definitely relating it to Potomac and that's everything. So I might have to tune in. (laughs) Yeah, when Potomac first aired and we saw that first season, 
I was like, this is giving me Miami vibes with like the whole, um, just the way they, they filmed it. Maybe the, I don't know how to like explain it, but like the camera work, I was like, this is kind of reminding me of Miami, like the way they're filming all their group shots and everything. So I liked it. Hopefully you guys tune in on Peacock, probably Peacock premium. So maybe save your coins so we can all get a subscription together. Okay. Exactly. One last thing that I just saw as we were talking, um, this final story, we're just going to talk about President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris. So I just saw on the New York Times Twitter, it says that they have asked Americans to join them in a moment of silence for this evening when they host a candle lighting ceremony at the White House to remember remember nearly 500,000 people in the U.S. who have died from COVID-19. Now, we could go in depth about what Biden has done or what he hasn't done, but... <laughs> coronavirus it's in the headlines again what are your what are your thoughts on them doing this ceremony for the people who rest in peace are no longer with us i mean it's a nice touch obviously like families who have lost loved ones i mean um not to get like too morbid but you know like i recently lost an uncle to covid so it's just like yeah like a super nice touch thank you so much but then you get into like yeah like you talk about oh what has he done different from trump to help us with the pandemic. And you know, you're kind of like, okay, thank you for the candlelight. Where are the stimulus checks for people struggling with jobs? Where are those lockdowns that you promised to have so everyone could, you know, stay inside and help contain and contain this virus and bring cases down? Like, so I appreciate the sentiment. And I feel like maybe you guys are gonna think this is a cop out, but it's like, it is like, I appreciate it. Thank you for doing that so much. Now do what you said you promised to do. I know that seems like very like pessimistic and like very like, girl, what else can he do like to make you happy then? It's like he could do a lot actually. But. Yeah, like <laughs> oh. when I think of certain situations like that, um, it makes sense. Like I think you're into, like everyone's entitled to the opinion obviously, but what you're saying like facts exactly. for lack of a better term, because yeah, it's like, again, like I'm not this is gonna sound hateful I don't want to offend anyone but are those candles gonna bring back mm-hmm. your loved ones who have passed like thank you for acknowledging exactly. the situation obviously nobody wants to be in this situation that is COVID and quarantine and all this mess but like it's now it's mm-hmm. time more than ever to focus on what really matters and like you said we're all struggling people right now with their jobs and money and you know trying to find this cure and this vaccine it's a whole lot of mess so it's like exactly okay, we're happy for this moment now show us you know all of those things you said you were gonna do let's focus on that and actually go through exactly. with those things. Uh, i don't know it's funny exactly. because we're talking about like covid and like all that we were having a conversation like my parents were having a conversation about like the vaccine because you know more and more people mm-hmm. i'm seeing on instagram get their vaccines which i'm like love that um i'm so jealous <laughs> i'm like because I don't know, like, the logistics. I don't know, like, the whole, how the specifics of that. Like, how do you think it's going to work? Like, mm-hmm. once? Because I know you have to, like, it's a reoccurring thing where it's, like, I think it's three or what's the I think it's two. That? I think it's two doses. Yeah. So I'm not sure, like, how are we, how are they going to roll it out when it's permanent? Like, what's yeah, so happen, was, Like, my know? question being maybe, I mean, you don't, I don't know if you know the answers. I'm like, do you work for the government? Do you know how this works? But, um, like once we I get do, a, no. <laughs> once we get these two shots like whatever whatever number of shots it is is life going to go back to normal yeah. like are we what's like are we going to still have to wear well, masks six feet how do you think that's going to go true. down true 
I mean, first of all, I'm going to wear a mask no matter what, because I don't like, I like the fact of that. I don't know if you can tell right now. Obviously, you guys can't tell listening because you're not watching me, but I don't have to shave my mustache. I don't have to like wax my mustache or something. So like, that's great. And people don't have to like look at my acne that comes from the mask. So I'm going to keep wearing mine, especially out at the store. People don't recognize me, like unless you like look deep into my eyes, but that's great. Like, I don't have to say hello. Like, that's fabulous. But I actually saw this post on Instagram and uh, my phone fucking fell and I can't bend over because I have a broken butt, you guys, but I wish I had the Instagram account. I'll um, share the post on our Instagram, on our podcast Instagram. But um, it basically said, I have a vaccine. Can I hang out with friends now? And basically the post just broke it down. Like, yeah, you have the vaccine, but that doesn't mean technically life is back to normal for you. Technically, like you have to wait till you have the second dose and you have to wait. You may have the vaccine, but your friend doesn't. So how is that going to help you if your friend gets COVID? Even though you have the vaccine, yeah, it helps you, but you can still carry the virus and give it to other people, you know? So I don't think people realize, like, we have to, we have to wait till the vaccine becomes available to all of us. And then you obviously are going to have people who aren't going to want to take it, which I completely understand. Like, people are scared. I don't know. I have a lot of people I'm close with that are scared to take the vaccine. Personally, I've already told you guys I'm taking it because I eat hot Cheetos. You, we all <laughs> don't know what the fuck is in hot Cheetos. So what yeah, the fuck do it's... I care? What the fuck do I care that's in the vaccine if it's going to help me? Like, yeah, because like, pandemic, no, I, get exa- I get exactly what you're saying, especially like, because I always see on Twitter, I, I've been seeing recently that people from uh, like other parts of the world will post where they're at they're like yeah. i just went to the concert i just went to this picnic i miss I and know. i'm like yeah i think life i guess we can really say that it's gonna go back to quote-unquote normal when there's like zero cases exactly. like we need to solve this zero problem. we need to like contain this bullshit and like it's it's exactly it's to think that like a year ago we're gonna hit the mark like we're it's february's gonna Bro. be you know it we're about yes. to hit the year mark of the first cases of corona being Locked out there down. and being known and exactly oh god i think i'm gonna go into a sad deep depression and i know you shouldn't joke about that but it, it just fucks with your emotion <laughs> it does it this entire thing this entire year has changed my world beyond everything but i saw this i saw this question circulating on twitter the other day about what would you have done differently when this first started and someone was like move to new zealand bitch oh, and i was like literally. same honestly oh one way to get one way ticket to New Zealand and Australia. I'm like, wow. And uh, where where else? Uh, Finland? Like, they don't have any cases either. Like, fuck, I wish. Even China and Japan and all that. Because they also took it seriously. Their government made sure that they were strict. And people didn't, didn't like, argue back because they knew it was a group thing, like, for the greater good. I'm telling you, it always goes, it always stems back to, like, this is what people think of Americans. Like, you... And, you know, people living in America, like y'all think mm-hmm. we're not clowns. No, we're fucking clowns. Take a look around you. Look exactly. who's living their best lives, who's thriving, and then look at us. I mean, I'm not trying to throw my family in Mexico under the bus, but it's like, look at Mexico as well. Like bigger cities <laughs> in Mexico. Sorry for laughing, but like. They... <laughs> Stop. Don't make me laugh now because, you know, like my butt starts hurting. Yes. But, um. I mean, look at the bigger cities in Mexico, like Mexico City, like people are still out at brunch and everything. So it, yeah, it becomes like a greater issue, like governments need to do better. Um, 
I was going to say something and I completely forgot. Oh, actually about the vaccine. I didn't know. Did you know this about a vaccine emergency wait list? No, Did I you didn't. Know? Like I'm out no? of the loop. Okay. Um, so I had tweeted that, oh, like my job needs to hurry the fuck up. I was supposed to get the vaccine already. Like we had gotten an email that we're supposed to get in February. February is almost fucking over. I haven't gotten it. You're like, um, so, where's my shot? Where's my fucking vaccine? Hello. So then my friend Manuel, he had DM'd me and he just said, you know, there's a wait list. Um, again, I'll post this information on our podcast Instagram when I get it back. I'm going to ask him exactly where I could. I think, um, probably like at um, certain, they're called mass hub, like vaccination sites, probably their websites. You could go or you could even call probably and get placed on a wait list. And they'll call you if somebody does not show up to their appointment for their vaccine because the vaccination needs to be kept at a certain temperature. So it's going to go to waste if it doesn't get used. So they'll call you if you're on the wait list and you can go get it. So I thought that was fucking cool. I didn't know that. So if you want the vaccine and you're not going to be anywhere near the priority list, I'll try to post this information on our podcast Instagram so it's available to everybody. But um, yeah, I didn't fucking know that. So yeah, there's a lot of places that like are are really like making it a point to be like, hey, like if you just literally like Google places, like exactly slowly more and more becoming like known. Like go through the steps, do yeah. research, because before you know it, you could be, you know, vaccinated. But um, yeah, because it's funny because I got an email from school being like, I want to update you on the free COVID-19 vaccination center at Cal State LA. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Do your research, people. Stay safe. Let's go ahead and wrap this episode up. But before we end off on kind of a sad note, let's end on a positive note. I like this thing where we talk about something positive in our lives. Um. And yeah, okay. so I'll let you go first again while I think of mine. What What's something good in your life right now? What's something positive, happy moments? Tell us. Okay, I, I, other than falling on my butt, no. Um, This is going to sound so cliche, but my nephew, if you ask como estas, he says bien. So it's just, I don't know, hearing him learn how to talk and learn how to like phrase things. And you, I don't know if you guys know this, bilingual babies take a little bit longer to start speaking because their brain is trying to think of what language to speak in. So it's so cute to see him try to speak. So that's my pot. That's what's happening right now. Like that's the positive highlight of my life right now. Seeing him learn how to speak, like watching him piece together words and like learn what lechita is and learn what please is and, and um, learn what more is. So it's like, yes, King. Teach us how to speak. Look at you. I'm like, um, so seeing this, over here. seeing this happen in front of your face, is this causing you, is this causing you to want to have babies? Um, no, nah, I didn't say that. Okay, <laughs> let's back up a little bit. I actually, not to, okay, now I'm going to like a little negative, but um, when I fell, my mom, she was like, are you okay? We should, should call a doctor because Cause what about your ovaries? Oh like, not my, my ovaries, God. Girl. But I mean, I'm not speaking like baby wise, but like, yeah, if you fall, like, um, especially on your backside and it could hurt you. Like, so, I mean, I brought that up to the doctor and the doctor was like, girl, you're good. It's okay. But, oh my gosh. So you brought up kids and I was like, my ovaries, maybe, maybe something ladies, happened. I should ladies, everyone check. check your ovaries. 
make sure they're up and running <laughs> but um as far as my positive your exactly and then men check check your testes check uh whatever you got going down exactly. there everyone check your parts um yes. moving on <laughs> my i don't know how to transition on from that but uh my positive i guess would be this is gonna sound super cheesy super dumb they're like really louise you couldn't think of something else my happy moment my positive <laughs> is finishing my homework on time you guys school is stressful people yes if you guys are in school i'm sure you can relate especially virtual like i'm not a i'm not a school person but i try my hardest and i feel like right now i'm killing it i'm doing my shit i'm turning everything in i'm on it classes i'm I'm slowly getting to the groove of things and i'm just praying that the what we're week five mm-hmm. now praying that these next um math 11 weeks go by super fast but um yeah like i said that sounds super <laughs> stupid and lame but that's my happy moment i'm thriving in school right now no i'm sure everybody who's in fucking school is like bitch you finished your homework like like fuck you i wish i was in your boat you know so bitch applaud uh, applaud for you applaud applaud applause for you that cbd oil oh, you're gosh. on it's called it's messing with you <laughs> jk jk I'm, but, I'm um, not on any cbd oil okay i didn't sniff it i didn't <laughs> or did i or did you find out in the next episode but uh thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of no bs with me Luis, and her daniela um make sure you guys are following us on social media king lewis um underscore danny Koba for daniela and yeah please you guys submit us themes topics tv shows that we should talk about because i'd love to hear your guys' honest opinion but um daniela any final words before we wrap up no just wear your mask check your testes check your ovaries love that that's gonna be my new <laughs> twitter handle check your testes check your ovaries but again thank you guys so much for listening and we'll catch you guys in the next one Bye. bye